Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio. Paul begins 1 Corinthians 6.18 by saying, Flee sexual immorality. Run away. You know, as Christians, we're free to be all we can be for God, but we're not free from God. After all, God created sex to be a beautiful and essential ingredient of marriage, but sexual sin, sex outside of the marriage relationship, it always hurts someone. It hurts God because it shows we prefer following our own desires instead of the leading of the Holy Spirit. It hurts others because it violates the commitment so necessary to a relationship. It often brings disease to our own bodies and deeply affects our personalities, which respond in anguish when we harm ourselves physically or spiritually. So again, flee sexual immorality is how Paul begins. He says every sin, verse 18, that a man does is outside the body, but he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. Now, please note, Paul, Paul's language here is emphatic. He does not say, hey, stand strong against sexual sin. He doesn't say, face it down. He doesn't imply that we should get as close as we can to it and then hang tough. He tells us, rather, to run away. Again, Paul in 2 Timothy 2, verse 22, says essentially the same thing. Flee youthful lusts. Run away from youthful lusts. Throughout Scripture, God has made it clear that sin is sin. And there's no grading system. It's not like, well, he dislikes this sin, but this sin's not so bad. There are, however, degrees of earthly and human consequences to different sin. And Paul is saying sexual sin, it's bad in so many ways, and one is because it's a sin against oneself. It's a sin both to our soul and to our body. Proverbs 6.32 says, He who commits adultery with a woman is void of understanding. (laughs) Wow. He goes on and says, He who does it destroys his own soul. While the sins of gluttony and drunkenness also affect the body, Paul seems to be speaking of uh, the extreme and enduring effects of sexual sin to an individual. You see, throughout our continued involvement in sexual sin, a piece of our soul is seemingly stripped away with each encounter. And then confusion reigns as we are unable to make sense of why the world presents this activity as great and to be sought after. Yet we not only find no long-term pleasure in it, we are in fact left troubled and disturbed by the whole thing. Sexual union, you see, is a union of soul as well as body. Thus our soul begins to die as we are separated from that Christ vine. Verse 19 of 6 says, Or don't you know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God? You are not your own. Clearly, our sexual sin defiles the temple of the Holy Spirit because we're using it for vile purposes. We attempt to justify this sin every way possible today, don't we? 
one of the ways is we always claim, like like little teenagers, we say, oh, but we love each other. Well, first of all, no, you don't. Because that's not real love. That's not God love. In fact, it's the opposite of love of one another. It's, in fact, love of self. It's a love that desires to please itself at the expense of another. Meaning, I'll take from you to please me. That's not love. That's lust. That's love of self. Then there's some of us will say, well, well we're going to get married anyway. In other words, what you're saying is you plan to make the commitment. You plan to testify of your union. But for now, well, you're just physical. <laughs> By doing that, you're saying that you have satisfaction in that the fact the flesh gets priority over every other aspect of marital unity. Thus, God is not the foundation. Sex is. Hey, good luck with that. And then, then some of us will say, well, it was just an accident. Again, I'm going to say, no, it wasn't. You didn't slip on a banana peel and commit sexual intercourse. I mean, it takes time to get there, which means there was plenty of time to turn back. In fact, it is a conscious, premeditated transgression against God. Now, Satan promotes it heavily today, doesn't he? And he does so because... In doing this, he can cancerously tear down and corrupt your soul. Your soul. The resident home of God, which is his enemy. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson, or Believer City Church, visit BelieversTogether.com.